It's your guy, Rustin, introducing the show. Brian went ahead and let me just introduce the show since it's my last show today. So I just want to introduce my co-star, my co-host, my boy, number one grand, Brian Moore. What's up, B? What up, what up, what up? What's good, man? What's up with you? Oh, man, just running and ripping, man, running and ripping, trying to set up for 2022. You know, it's the last month. So, you know, it's go mode when January hits, my man. Yeah. What's up with you? Uh, Chilling, man, just doing a lot of work, man, doing a lot of ripping and running around, uh, you know, getting a lot of projects done. So uh, this is a special show, man. You, you This is it's all you, Rush. You got to let us know this is a special show. Why is this a special show? Ladies and gentlemen, it's my last show. We have come to an end. All great things come to an end. The sooner you realize that about life, the better you are equipped for this crazy thing called life, man. But no, I'm excited. I'm proud of our work, B. And we're gonna go out with a bang. And that doesn't mean that people still shouldn't subscribe just because I'm no longer on the show. So I'm gonna put that in your head right now. I want y'all to still to subscribe and support us because, you know, B, it's been a year, man. It's been a year of, you know, doing the show, technical difficulties, sound checks, me hitting the microphone, me doing all kind of crazy shit, you know, on the air, not being able to keep myself still. You know, but it's been a it's been a great journey. I'm sad. I'm glad to have done this journey with you. And it's been it's been it's been a good thing, man. But I'm looking forward to, uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's go time in January, man. It's go time, man. Already, man, this morning I I met up with a uh, private gym down here to kind of get uh, some tra- some clients, man. And it's not like I'm working for the gym, it's just that it's a space for me to train clients. And, you know, there's a lot of people that come in wanting trainers. So, you know, the owner said that he definitely feed me, but I gotta get going, man. I've had enough playtime down here. And, you know, I, I, I really settled into just chilling out for a little bit, taking some time to get to know Miami because, you know, it was a big change, man. Yeah, yeah. So what we wanted to do for this show is we wanted to just kind of reminisce, man, and just kind of take that walk down memory lane. Uh, This, you know, uh, commemorates a year, man. And, you know, I don't know. I would have to look to see, but it might actually be like a year to the day, man. I don't even remember, but it's it's within it's within a week or so, like for real, uh, a a year uh, of us doing. Didn't we do a show right after Thanksgiving? Maybe could be. Okay, I think we did a show. right after thanksgiving right because i know i did one show from brooklyn right okay in new york okay and then i went to kansas city for like three weeks and we did 
three of our shows while I was in Kansas City for for the holidays. Right, right, right. So uh, just just taking this walk down memory lane, man, of uh, this year uh, anniversary of doing this show. Uh, you know, this is our fortieth episode, so we made forty shows. So it's only fifty two weeks in a year. You know, uh, we really only took you know 12 12 shows off you know 12 12 weeks off you know uh in terms of the um doing the show so that's a big accomplishment so i just wanted to uh ask you russ what have been some of your favorite moments from the show let, let me guess because i got a couple of things to ask you but it just first of all do you have a favorite moment that kind of stuck out from doing this show the from new york to the shot podcast uh, you know what? Uh, Not your favorite, favorite show. show, but favorite Not moment. Because I'm gonna ask you your favorite, favorite show. Moment. I'm gonna ask you your favorite show later. Yeah, B. So the first, the first thing that pops in my mind is when we had Scoop Jackson on, mm-hmm. and he asked you about my basketball game. So it was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool, though, because, you know, he writes about basketball. So I I felt kind of like I made it if he's asking about my game. That's the first thing that pops in my mind. And I mean, that was a cool moment. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, It was great to have him on the show. So did, did you have a favorite show? What was your favorite show? Because this is our fortieth show. So out of out of the forty shows, do you have a do you want to do a top three, or do you just want to give me what your favorite show was? So I I do a top three. I do a top three, and I'm going to end with number one. So even though we were ironing out the kinks, the kinks, everything. I love the first show, the first show of us getting on and not knowing what to expect, not knowing what this journey, where it was going to take us. And also, you know, all the the bloopers or the where the show wasn't as crisp as it is now. Mm -hmm. That had to be my first. That's had to be my number three. Okay. Second was the Spicy Mar interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Spicy gave some dope advice to single people out there looking for that person and also for people that are already in a relationship trying to keep it spicy. I think that, you know, people can go to that show and listen to that show and get a lot of tips on how to find that person or to, you know, spice things up in their relationship. And my number one show is the Scoop show, you know, having Scoop Jackson on. I mean, that was somebody that I read his articles as a teenager uh, for Slam. And it was just dope to have him on. And he was just a ray of light. So cool. So down to earth, you know, so personable. That was a dope show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so shout out to uh, Spicy Marty and, and Scoop Jackson for both coming on the show. Uh, those are definitely some highlights for me. Uh, Spicy Marty, she definitely uh, gave really good 
uh, advice for, you know, for relationships and, and check her out on Instagram. She got a beautiful baby boy. Uh, I, I looked That's at dope. her. Yeah. So she seems to be doing her thing and, and very happy out there in uh, LA. And uh, yeah, definitely. It was great having Scoop on the show. It's always insightful when I get a chance to talk to him. Uh, those first shows, man, just because I, I'm, I'm a perfectionist and, you know, have worked in journalism and broadcasting for so long. I hate the first shows, man. Like those first 10 <laughs> shows they, because it was they were riddled with technical difficulties and we weren't crisp yet. I don't think we really kind of hit our flow into maybe like the 12th show, I think, you know, around there. Um maybe around 10 or something like that, we really kind of started flowing. So just the perfectionist in me, I cringe, you know, um, and I haven't even heard the first show. I, I, I listen to the shows when I edit them and then I never go back. And so I haven't even listened to the old shows. So I just can feel that we progressed and got better, but I really haven't gone and listened to the old shows to see how much we have. But um, yeah, those, the I would say my favorite show, I definitely think probably was the Spicy Mighty show. That was that was mm-hmm. my favorite show. That was that was my favorite show. Um, yeah. So yeah. But I like those shows, B, because it showed the journey. It showed the journey, and it's not with me. I speak for myself. It's about the journey. You know, you got to fall in love with the journey, the mistakes, the things that are going to make you appreciate when things are crisp, when things are going well, you know, and I think that I'm going to go back, especially after the first of the year and just go through from numero uno show to this show. I think that'd be pretty dope just to see, you know, the development of this show. That'd be a dope thing to do. Now you say that, Russ. Are you really actually gonna do that? <laughs> yeah, you really gonna yeah, do, that? I'd do okay. it? I wouldn't say it if I wasn't gonna do it. Okay. But um, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I definitely will because that's the journey, you know. And it's nice mm-hmm. to go back and listen to every show. I mean, I mean, it won't take that long. I'll probably listen to a show a day or yeah. listen to a show once a week. But yeah, I definitely want to go back and and listen to those because you know that's out there forever, man. I think that. I didn't really realize that when you asked me if I wanted to do a podcast, if this, these shows are going to be out there for forever, you know, somebody type in in the search bar from New York to the shy and we pop up. So, you know, that's pretty dope, man. There's not a lot of people that can can say that. So now what I definitely will. What about the most difficult thing? What has been the most difficult and challenging thing about about doing this show? I spoke on this a little bit on the last show yeah you touched on it a little bit i touched on it a little bit i i felt that i could just kind of wean it and just rely on my my personality but i quickly realized that no russ you have to do a little bit bit of research you gotta like put the time in and still make it sound like a conversation but there was a lot of things i learned about myself about our friendship, about you, about just being that, that, that personality that comes on like a a platform, you know, because this is a platform and I always want to put my best foot forward. And 
there were some things that were challenging, you know, I mean, now, I've expound never, on that a little bit. I don't want to cut you off, but expound on that a little bit. Cause you say there's some things that you learned about me. You learned about you and our friendship. Like what were some of those? Cause I think people will be interested because they don't know the behind the scenes, you know? So what were some of those things that you learned? So one thing is for the people out there, me and B are close friends, but he's living his life in Chicago. I'm living my life in New York and we may go two or three months with not even talking. True. Right. True. So that was kind of a, for the people that know me, I don't really communicate with my friends on a regular, yeah. like I kind of get lost in my life and I'm doing my thing. Not that they're not my friends or I'm not thinking about these people, but I get wrapped up in what I'm doing and, and, you know, I'm hanging with people that I see on a regular and I'm trying to work on that. But sometimes I'm like out of sight, out of mind, kind of like yeah. for for lack of a better phrase. So me and Brian were talking like damn near every week, two yeah. to three times about the show. And that was kind of difficult for me because. I kind of, you know, do what I want to do when I want to do it. And I kind of go with Rustin's time mm -hmm. schedule. So, you know, for me to set the time out and have these conversations about production and what we're going to talk about. And, you know, we touched up on it. You touched on it last show. Like, I never saw this side of you. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the only time that I really saw a different side of B is when we had that class together and as everybody knows I who watched that show B was sleep for most of it so <laughs> I didn't know that side of B you know I'm like yo this dude is sleep man but I see the wait now what the, side the, are you talking about though the work side or the, what, which the side? work side okay yeah. the work side like you being prepared and doing your research and I think you know this is something that you do for a living. Right. 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 And I don't think you really get to know a person until you see them do what they get paid for. And and look, right? and let me let me interrupt real quick, because I, I, I want you to keep that thought. But I do just kind of want to give you your flowers there, because. We we started this podcast, but right, it's not like it was two novices starting the podcast because I have a background in, in broadcast. So I was kind of like in my comfort zone, but I just want to mm -hmm. give props to you because you went completely out of your comfort zone to do something new. You know what I'm saying? And I definitely made sure to try to remember that throughout this process, whenever I would maybe get frustrated or, you know, you know, be impatient or something. I had to like take some time to, to remember you're completely out of your comfort zone. You're doing something completely new that you've never well, not, been trained in. Let me, let me stop you with that a little bit because I do have a, a background of acting. So that's what I was really relying on right. is just performing, right? But I didn't realize that I need to put the research behind it, especially if we're talking about some current events, like you need to like know the facts. You don't want anybody to pull your coattail and say, no, that's not how it went down or no, your facts are wrong. So I was relying strictly on me getting on the mic and performing, mm -hmm. right? So that's where I was coming from. And I've worked on my voice. I've worked on how I deliver 
you know, news on my Instagram. Yeah, it's not on a professional platform, but I do work on when I do my Instagram videos and my stories, like I'm doing mad takes, right? Sometimes it clicks and it's a first take situation, but other times like I'm doing takes and I, and I want to say each word correctly. I want to, you know, not say, you know, and da, 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 da. And you, you get me. I, I want it to be smooth. So that's where I was coming from. Um, but yes, I, I don't know the technical side mm-hmm. of, you know, doing the editing or, you know, how it's supposed to sound. So yeah, I'm not familiar with that. So yes, I was definitely a novice in that situation. Yeah. And, and with, with that being said, you know, I, I think you did a great job, you know, and that's what I was kind of getting at. I was kind of right. getting at the fact that you were completely uh, you know, kind of fish out of water in terms of not doing this, but took to it very naturally and, 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 did, and did a great job, man. So, um, so yeah, yeah. So definitely wanted to kind of, like I said, give you those flowers. Uh, and cause you know, uh, I, I think you were great co-hosts, man. You know, I honestly do, you know, uh, it was, it was, I think we worked well together. I think the flow was there naturally just because of the fact that we, you know, were friendships. So we kind of had that flow already, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. I saw some growth from you. I saw a lot of growth from you and, 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 and I was, I was proud, man. I was definitely proud, you know, to, to have, have seen that growth, you know? I appreciate that, B. And, you know, I, I got to give you your pl- flowers, too, where, you know, you did your research and you made me step up to the plate because there were shows that, you know, we may talk about our top five albums or, you know, and you had kind of the stats to support your claim. And I was just like, oh, OK, we're going there. Oh, damn. OK. But I wanted to present when it was my story, wanted to present a efficient, well-informed and know my shit, you know? And you made me really kind of step up to the plate and I got into research mode and I hope that the people out there could can see, you know, the difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything you would have done differently? Hmm. I think that it would have been cool to kind of touch on because a lot of things happen like looking back the this past year man a lot of things happened man I just wish that on my part I would have kind of not as held back as much but this is our first time my first time being out there so I wanted to be really careful especially during this time in society not to offend anybody say some information that I don't know about so I kind of like you know just kind of touched those topics and not really let my opinions be heard. But for the most part, I think people that listen to the show have a great idea of who Rustin is Mm -hmm. and how I I think about things. And I hope that I conveyed that because I didn't want to be somebody that was afraid to speak my mind. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Um, And and it is kind of, it's kind of scary. It's kind of frightening sometimes to just get on a 
uh, uh, open mic, you know, that, that is, mm-hmm. that is work. Like these mics do work. They do transmit. So when you say something into it, you know, it goes out into the atmosphere and, and just say something and, and say, speak your mind, uh, because you do want to be careful. You don't want to say something stupid. You don't want to offend anybody, especially in such a, uh, politically correct culture, uh, that we do have now, um, in this society. So I think that we did a, a, a good job, um, you know, of, so. of kind of not offending, you know, of trying to be real, uh, but at the same time, not being controversial, but at the same time being authentic to ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Right. And saying kind of how we feel. Um, this was a, a year that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Between, um, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, uh, you know, a lot of, you know, it was just, it was a crazy year. A lot of stuff happening, you know. The um, Floyd situation, yeah, you know, like yeah. all that's going down, you know, the, the Black Lives Matter and how we feel about that, the Juneteenth conversation. Uh, we, there's so many topics that we covered, man, but I'm, a, I'm proud that we touched on those topics and we didn't shy away from those topics and we spoke on it. Um, I think that people need to realize, and you mentioned it a little bit, but we're up here exposed, man. Like we're showing vulnerability. And for the people that know me, no, I'm a pretty private person. I don't put a lot of myself out there. And, you know, I'm kind of one of those people that I'm not really opinionated. I have my thoughts in my head be, but, you know, unless I feel comfortable, I don't really share those things. So this was a nice platform to, you know, talk about those things and what goes on in my mind and how I think. And I appreciate you coming to me because, you know, you have a lot of friends and it could have been anybody that you asked, but I definitely feel the level of respect that you have for me. And my skill set, and even though I wasn't a um, a well-trained podcast person or speaking into the mic or whatever, but you still saw, you know, that in me to to be, you know, the co-host and and bring this show to life. Yeah, that's real because I'll be completely honest with you. You were the first and only person I asked. You know what I'm wow. saying? I mean, if you had said wow. no, then you know I would have moved on. But you were literally you were the first person that I asked. You said yes, and uh, yeah, it worked. Can, so. can I can I ask you why? Because I've often I've thought about that a few times. I know we're close. And I know we have a great friendship, but you know you have that with a lot of people. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, because like personality wise you know i i know that we've we've gotten along you know we do get along you know we haven't really had many you know arguments now the one person you know we've may have gotten into it maybe like once or twice but never anything serious mm-hmm. but you know we do right. there's only one one other two people i have two friends who i have never even had any kind of disagreement with that's my best friend charles and then Corey. Mm-hmm. you know and that right. that's just their personalities you know our the personalities mixed to where we've never clashed ever um you know but you know we have you know uh, that rapport have a good personality you're one of my good friends and uh like i said i know you do have the background with the performing and the acting so i I felt like it would be good and when i say um you know you are kind of a fish out of water and you know we're out of your element i think 
I know you do have the classically trained that that the acting background, but in terms of being like classically trained for like journalism or broadcast, yeah. I think it works no. better that you didn't because if you look at that's the right. way it because you know whenever you watch sports, you know okay you have the one broadcaster and then you probably have yeah. the the color guy who was the 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 who was the ex athlete, you know. Right. They're I like trained. to think of in, inside NBA, where it's Ernie Johnson, and then right. you have three players. Exactly. Just talking now they shit. have expertise. It's just a different right. set of expertise. Their expertise exactly. is not trained, you know, in in journalism, but they are. They do it every single day, so they right. do have that expertise. But their expertise was more from you know the the experience of playing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know, I I think when you have two you know, uh, trained journalists kind of on the same platform. You can get kind of stiff. So I think it worked with the right. fact that, you know, I had a little bit of a background and, and you didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, I definitely agree. Yeah. So, OK, so just last thing, the takeaway. What's your final takeaway? Uh, what's the thing that you will take away most from this experience? What did you learn the most? What's this one thing? From when you look back on on this from New York to the Shop podcast, you're like, you know what? I really learned that and I can really kind of apply that to uh, my life or I'll just, uh, you know, I'll I'll, I'll be able to use that at some point, you know? You know what, B? I think just being prepared for the moment, being prepared for the moment, taking that time to research if, if it calls for research, but to just know what you're talking about, put some time in it, you know, when the camera isn't rolling or when the microphone isn't isn't on and just taking that time to be prepared and know your shit, know your shit and have fun with it. Because when you came to me with this, I was thinking, yeah, that'd be cool. We get on here, you know, shoot the shit, have fun, crack jokes. And then I realized like, no, we was pretty we was talking about some some deep stuff, B. And we're two black men in this world, in this crazy world. Oh, I got a show for you too, B. It's dope. But in this crazy world and just trying to figure it out. And a lot of times people are coming to us, coming to our show to listen to, you know, what we have to say. And also coming to our show to help them. Get along in their day. You know, you mentioned that a lot of your friends listen to the podcast on their way to work and that became their daily routine on Monday. So I definitely appreciate, you know, everybody that brought us into their homes, into their cars and listened to us and stuck by us and saw the growth. So, yeah, I, if any if, if, if there's one thing that I, I'm going to take away I'm going to take away that, man. All right. All right. Uh, do you have. But let me tell you my let me tell you my show real quick. OK. Swagger. Swagger comes on Apple TV. I don't have. And Apple TV. I know, B. Man, if you if you come. I mean, you to can, Miami next year, we just uh, take one day and just watch all the shows that I've talked about on Apple TV. But I just give you a real quick background for the people out there. It's about 
um, an AAU team basketball and they're 14. And, you know, it talks about that whole AAU development and how that's the thing now, you know, kids aren't really, you know, uh, recruited off their high school teams anymore. It's all about AAU. So, and it's not just about basketball, man. It covers so many deep issues. You know, it talks about the George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter. It touches up, it touches on, you know, a coach, uh, kind of taking advantage of one of their players, you know, and touching the female player in a way that's not cool. And, you know, that's all over the news because especially with the U.S. gymnastics team getting that huge $350 million settlement, it just touches on a lot of things. So it's a dope show. And for the people that have Apple TV, check it out. Uh, how much is Apple TV a month? I think it's like uh, maybe nine ninety nine or something like that. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, check that out. Uh, yeah. Uh, I haven't. So what? What about you, man? What's the? Uh, give me the best moments and your. And you gave me your favorite shows, but just like the best moment or what? Or what you learned from this? Uh, what I learned. Or what you can take from this? Uh, what? What can I take from the show? Uh, you know. I just been working in, in, in broadcast for so long. It wasn't a ton that I can take from the show that I didn't really know. I mean, I, I learned how to I learned wh- how to edit uh, uh, a podcast. I learned how uh, I learned that if you wanted to sound good, that you have to have the right equipment. Uh, mm-hmm. I learned that when it comes to podcasting, you know, it's really about the way it sounds. You know, if people, if it, if the show sounds good, people will listen to you. But if it doesn't sound good, you know, people aren't even going to give you a shot. So just, you know, just the quality of the sound. Uh, I think we've learned how to, you know, how to flow, interact back and forth and, you know, just how to converse and have a conversation but at the same time try to make the conversation entertaining i I think i've learned how to listen better because Mm -hmm. you know me you've talked on the phone with me i can kind of dominate the conversation sometimes but you know from doing Mm -hmm. this it's not a good show if i'm just talking the whole time so i learned how to be a better listener you know Mm -hmm. um in terms of you know asking you a question and really kind of following through and letting uh letting you respond and and just being generous with the conversation you know what i'm saying right right i I like volleying the conversation back and forth exactly and that's one thing about the first couple shows that that and i haven't listened to them but that's what i did remember about them and i remember uh because i got some feedback uh i was dominating the conversation and i think Mm -hmm. when a conversation is like 80 20 me 70 30 me that's not good Mm -hmm. but when we get when i think towards the end we got back to that 50 50 kind of you know or at least minimum 60 40 kind of you know that's when the show started really kind of shining i thought you know right and i and i will second that b because i've talked to a few of our friends and they said that these last few shows there's been a great chemistry a great back and forth yeah you know where it's even i think i i want to give you your props because at the beginning of you know last year doing starting the show we talked about it off camera about how not to say you know you know you know and i i can see you know the progress that you've made by not saying that because when I watch sometimes these athletes give these interviews after not saying you as bad as them because there's no way you as bad as some of these athletes but 
Like one of my biggest is not saying like, you know, like, you know, my thing is right. So I have to be careful with, with that and making a point and just sitting back and being cool with that point and letting the other person speak on it. Yeah. Well, look, Russ, this has been a great show. Uh, much luck to you, uh, and all of your future endeavors. Uh, you know, it, I agree with you. It did take a little bit of use to getting. It, it took some time to get used to talking to each other every week because we, like you right. said, we we you know, we did you know normally go like two three months be- before talking you know between talking to each other and it it because I'm not really like the guy who talks on the phone and reaches out that much anyway. So you know I right. was like oh, I don't really <laughs> I don't really want to talk to him this way you know but you know, I know right but you <laughs> like, know damn right. I just talked to this dude right 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 it, it, it got a little bit it got a little bit you know but but then it, it it was a little bit too much and then it became normal and and we yeah. were working on something we were working on a project and i think that we, we saw this the fruits of our labor you know we we created something and it was amazing and i just want to say thank you so much for being a part of this endeavor uh thank you for helping me with this project and uh i just appreciate it man and i'm gonna hold you to it uh we don't got to talk every week but we got to at least talk once a month now you know now that oh, we're yeah. not doing the podcast definitely so definitely. Uh, yeah we can't go back into our shells and not talk like for two or three months so right. definitely you can hold me to that i'm gonna hold that to you and yeah man but uh yeah it's been a great journey and we I just want a second that everybody that listened and supported the show over the year, we're forever indebted to you guys. We really appreciate y'all. All right. All right. All right. So thank you, Rustin. Thank you so much for all you've done. And uh, everyone have a great week. This is the From New York to the Shy podcast. Happy uh, holidays too. Happy holidays. And uh, we will be back uh, in a new form Uh at the beginning of the year in 2022 so uh i'll let you take it out rustin i'll let you uh i'll let you in the show signing off all right all right so we're sounding off this is not goodbye this is see you later i'm gonna be real corny right now alligator (laughs) all right guys have a great week peace and blessings peace Brother fresh off quarantine, polish up the whip and I hit the scene. Wrist is shining, perfect timing, and the J's is clean. The city open now, so what a brother gonna do now? Enjoy this summer in the city, I'm gonna show you how. It's been so long since I've been stuck in the crib, and I'm so tired of being alone.